This episode is brought to you by Eat Out at Home, an online course designed to help you master the basics of cooking. If you're ready to sharpen your skills in the kitchen and cook any recipe with confidence, Eat Out at Home has the guidance, tutorials, and tips you need to go from a good cook to a great one. To learn more and to register, visit eatoutathome.net. Hey, 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 welcome to Eat Out at Home, the podcast. This is the place for foodies who want to learn how to cook better, eat healthier, dine together, and enjoy some gourmet every day. I'm your host, Chef Evelyn, and on this podcast, I share with you my best chef secrets that I've learned from teaching thousands of people how to cook via online and in-person cooking classes, healthy eating workshops, and from my well-seasoned career in the culinary field. Listen, I've been cooking for over 20 years, so I know my way around the kitchen. If you're ready to spice things up in that department, then just consider me your secret ingredient. So if you're ready, sit back, relax, grab a snack, and let's dive right in. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Eat at Home podcast. And listen, I'm so excited about today's recipe because I feel like this has been a running joke during our time at home. And even though, you know, we're opening back up the world little by little, they're opening up outside. This is some things that we just needed to talk about anyway. And that's about how not to overeat at home. Yes, I want you to eat out at home, but I don't want you to overeat at home. Okay. So let me, I'm just gonna, I'm not even gonna lie. Listen, I think when quarantine first started, you know, there was a lot of panic baking and stress baking going on. I think there was a lot of emotional eating and anxiety eating going on, myself included. I think the first two weeks I was baking everything inside. I think I made more bread in the month of March than I did in the past decade, right? Like I was just baking bread and I'm not even a huge bread eater. I love bread, but it's like my arch nemesis. If you, if you know, then you know. But anyway, so now that we are in May, okay, it's like, okay, things have calmed down, but people are still maybe consuming a bit much, you know, did you gain the quarantine 15, you know, and as we move forward in a new way of life, where well, we are going to be eating out at home more, how do we not overeat at home? And so I'm going to be sharing with you some things that have been really helpful to me that I had gotten away from, but that I have gotten back to. So the first one is, is to set a meal time. You know, if you think back to like the 1950s and 1916s, dinner, dinner time was a thing. You know, we're going to have dinner at five o'clock or at six o'clock, right? And the family sat down together to have a meal. Now, obviously, if you live alone, you can set whatever time you want. But listen, set a dinner time and set it to do it with someone virtually, right? You know, if you're in a long distance relationship, do it a long distance dinner t- date. But even if you're like, if it's just you, set a dinner time, set a lunch time. If you're a breakfast person, set a time for breakfast. And what this is going to do, it almost indirectly puts you in a form of intermittent fasting that if you know, I eat dinner at six o'clock every day and I'm done, like the, then the kitchen is closed. Okay. The kitchen is closed. And then I eat breakfast again, even as early as eight o'clock. Well, your body went 14 hours without food, and that's fantastic because our stomachs were never designed to have food in them all the time. 
our digestive tract needs rest, just like the rest of our body needs rest, just like your eyes need rest. Everything needs rest, right? So set meal times and stick to them, okay? And I have found this been really, really helpful to sit down at the table, right, at a specific time and enjoy a meal. Now, here's the second thing is to pre-portion your food. So if you know that you made four servings or something, go ahead and divide those four servings up. Otherwise, you may eat two servings when you're sitting there and you're like, I thought I made enough food for four servings, but it only turned out to be two. Well, that's because you ate two servings in one sitting. And the chances are you may not have needed all of that, but because it was in front of you and we have been programmed to clean our plates, you ate it anyway. And so you're overeating almost at a habit versus being really intentional about pre-portioning your plate okay so that leads me to the next thing which is eat till you're no longer hungry not till you're full I can't tell you how much of a game changer this is to know the difference between I'm no longer hungry I'm satisfied and I'm full. And then beyond that is like stuff. But one of the things that I teach in the Fun Food Academy, particularly if you're trying to have a healthy lifestyle, is to know the hunger scale, which is don't let yourself get ravenous, but also don't eat till you're stuffed, right? Don't eat till you're like, oh, I got to lay down and take a nap. Like that's not healthy either. And when you're ravenous, you'll eat anything in sight and your eyes will be bigger than your stomach, right? So the goal is to eat till you're satisfied, to eat till you're no longer hungry and to eat slow enough that your brain can catch up to your stomach. Okay, sometimes we're eating so fast or we're eating so distracted. The TV's on, the phone's on, the the show is on. We're eating so distracted and mindlessly that that's how we overeat, right? So the next thing is to meal plan. Know what you're going to eat when so that you can kind of look at your week and go, okay, am I eating healthy or am I eating like... 500 pounds of carbs this week, right? Like if I got potatoes on Monday and rice on Tuesday and beans on Wednesday and pasta on Thursday, that might be a bit much, okay? And those things, while they're filling in the moment, aren't very nutrient dense. And so we have a tendency to eat more and more and more of them. So it causes us to overeat. So if you plan out your week and you're like, you know, I need to get some healthy fats in there. I need to get a variety of fruits and vegetables in there. I need to get some different colors in there. Then... Um, you are less likely to overeat because what your body wants is nutrients first, then calories, right? And so you want to make sure that you're incorporating nutrient-dense foods that are going to give you that one-two punch. Yes, they're going to give you the nutrients that you need, and they're also going to give you the calories that you need to function, okay? And the next thing is, like I said before, set, set a a cutoff time and a start time. Like what time is the kitchen closed? Like what time is the refrigerator off duty? What time does she get to clock out? You know what I'm saying? What time is the door locked on the pantry, right? When is the snack station shut down? You know, when does she open up for business? For your household, right? To start really getting the habit of to force you to not emotionally eat, to force you not to eat out of boredom, to force you not eat because, oh, I'm sleepy, so I'm just going to get a snack. Like, what does that even mean? What does eating have to do with sleeping, right? So you don't want to sleep on an empty stomach and you want to give your body time in the morning to get something to drink because it's probably more dehydrated than it is hungry, right? And so that leads me to my last point. Every time you feel hungry, drink some water first, 
wait 15 to 20 minutes, see if you're still hungry. I'm telling you, this is going to shock you that a lot of times you're like, oh my gosh, I was just thirsty. But let me tell you why the body does this. If you don't drink pure water, not water with lemon in it, not water with fruit in it, not water with some little packet of chemicals and colors in it, right? Not juice, not flavored water, pure, regular, the way God intended water, then the only time your body is getting water is when you're eating, is getting it out of the food. And so what will happen over time, if you've been doing this too long, that when your body is thirsty, it will send signals that you're hungry, craving food, because that's the only time that it can get water. When the reality is, if you start to train your body to send different signals between, hey, I'm thirsty, when it's actually thirsty, and it and it wants water, it wants to be nourished in that way. It wants its thirst to be quenched. It wants to be moisturized, okay, versus, hey, I need nutrients, I need calories, which is food. Um, if you haven't trained your body to do that, that will cause you to overeat. So these are things that we didn't need it even before quarantine, but now even more so, even as we get back to a new normal, we really need to focus on setting meal times, pre-portioning our meals, meal planning, okay, eating until you're no longer hungry, not till you're stuffed, okay? And if that means there's a little bit of food left on your plate and you need to wrap it up and stick it in the fridge just save it for a snack for later, that's fine. But not getting in the habit of stuffing ourselves every time we eat. You know, setting the, shut the kitchen down. Put it on lockdown. It's not a 24-hour deli, right? It's not a 24-hour drive through okay? So, and then also, you know, drinking water. I will tell you this, this will also, listen, if you're on a weight loss journey, I can tell you right now, just try this tip, drink water, then wait 30 minutes. One, you're going to incorporate so much additional water in your diet. And then when you're actually hungry, you'll know the difference and you'll actually see your body composition start to change. So that's it for today. Make sure you hop on over to Instagram and let me know what are you doing? What are you doing to make sure that you're not overeating at home while you're eating out at home? And uh, if you haven't enrolled in Eat Out at Home, the course, make sure you hop on over to eataatathome.net and jump on on that. And I would love to have you in there. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head on over to chefevelyn.com and join the inside dish. That's the place where you and I can stay connected and where I can send you culinary inspiration, occasional recipes, and some food for thought. And if you're curious about what I'm cooking in between episodes, then follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook for some more delicious behind the scenes. Don't forget to jump on over to iTunes and leave a review. And remember, it's absolutely okay to enjoy some gourmet every day. I'll see you next time.